When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. Yes, guys, I'm sorry. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. We're back again, literally seconds after we just finished, because that's how we roll. It's Friday night. It's time to talk football. And what better way to do that than with my good friend, Rodri Giggs. Unfortunately, Will Melius is on holiday this week. So there's no Super 6 update and no fantasy football league update. So we'll, just have, to catch up. we'll have to catch up next week, unfortunately. <laughs> Didn't problem. So good, mate. No, I it can't be helped. He's in Tenerife. He's having a way. I'm welcome up to talk. Well, I can't even see you now. When my name calls. Well, I can't even see you. I just like I told you, I've been sending you pictures of binoculars because then I can see you just about. You know, thing with you, mate. You've right, fifty. That's how pathetic you've been. But the one thing so, with you, mate. Let's not talk about when Will gets back. Let's no. Let's not talk about. Don't embarrass you. Embarrass me. Two seasons you've been struggling oh, to even get some points on the board. Oh, <laughs> talk about the past, nice future. It, mate. On the future, mate, actually, that is nicely mm. done, uh, mm. you know, because we're professionals. Um, I want to talk about the uh, some of these young Premier League stars coming through. couple this week in particular took centre stage. Kobe Mainu last night for United, another very special performance. And you had uh, young Bradley for Liverpool the night before, um, or earlier in the week. When it was um, really impressive, to, right, to see like eighteen, nineteen-year-olds dominate games and like play to not just have a good game or do some good things to actually imprint themselves on a game of football the way they are. I find it fascinating to watch, first of all, but also I think it just shows the amount of maturity and talent you have to have to do that 
on the big stage, mate, is and in the big moments as well. I think it's outstanding and it should be applauded massively. Yeah, well, you, you've got to have the right temperament, and if you haven't got the right temperament, but they are, you know, lucky enough, the, these fellas seem to, to have the right temperament, and you know, you, you see it all the time, and, and we see it go the other way sometimes. But you know, when you get your opportunity, you've got to take it, and um, these lads are definitely, definitely taking it, and, and got very bright future in the game. The goal last night was so composed and. No, Ridiculous, late, isn't it? late on in the game, he's 18, so he's really match fit now to play full 90 minutes. It was probably the 98th minute or 97th minute, maybe it was. So, and he's making them them kind of runs and, and having that kind of composure. So, yeah, special, special finish. But I've told you about this kid before, mate, when I, when I watched him in the FA Youth Cup two years ago. Him, Ganacho stood out massively, but yeah, you wouldn't envisage. envisage Envision um, him being this composed and, and, and literally dominating games, finding always looking like he's in space, always the right touch, the right pass. Um, yeah, very good player. And Liverpool player, Brandy, good. Looks like another right back. So probably like free Trent up a little bit. But um, yeah, same with him. You know, he's come on, he took his chance, and uh, he's got a bright future as well. Yeah, it's exciting, mate, today. When you see these young players, not just that they can do one or two good things, it's when they can really impact games. And like Kobe Mainu has been doing it for a few weeks, really. Like he's played eight games on the bounce. I haven't seen him have a bad game. And the thing with him, which really strikes me, is when he gets the ball, he never looks rushed or under pressure. He he does very simple things, but he does them very well. And you know who used to do that, mate, for my, in a Manchester United shirt is Roy Keane. Used to do the simple things very, very well. Yep, skulls. But even, you know, look at those. That's that Barcelona generation. And I'm not saying he's up there now. I'm saying that generation of Xavi and Iniesta and these people, they always just, no matter who was around them, where they received the ball, receiving it under pressure, they just looked like they had time to look up and see because they knew where everybody was. And for a young 18-year-old to have the composure. And, I mean, he showed a bit more yesterday into it. Like, he's played as that holding midfielder. But Casemiro's back in the side. And he played more as, like, a, a number eight getting forward. He gets his chance. He obviously scored a good goal against Newport. And then in the Premier League, nutmegs the guy in the 98th minute. And then that's when it can all go wrong. And it where he cuts in and it opens up for him, you know, if you're not composed, it can go over the bar, it can go any, you know, because he can snatch at it and he just stroked it into the corner. And um, yeah, it was very impressive, mate. But also Hoyland, mate, only 20, man of the match. And again, I thought it looked like United, I thought it looked like Ten Hag and the coaches had told Rashford, Bruno, Ganacho, put the ball in the bloody box for him and actually try and set this because they, they, Luke Shaw was up there overlapping. And I think they look like they had been told, mate, to be honest, that you're not creating anything for him to do it or don't play, basically. But I was in, I thought he's, was he scored four on the bounce or something? I think, um, you know, he's only 20, mate. That 20 is young. Like, and um, I think yeah, he's, if he's, he's still young and you put better players around him, better service around him, you'll get more goals. He's coming to a, to a shit show, really. Mm. And, um, a lot of injuries, a lot of changes. 
you know, a lot of inconsistencies. So, yeah, he, he makes good runs. He's young. Uh, he's quick. He, he's, he's coachable. And he'll only get better. It's just a lot of money, but he's obviously under pressure because he's coming straight away and they want to score goals. We, we knew this before he come in that he'd be under massive pressure and if, if it went one way, then he, he might struggle. He's struggling, isn't he? But he seems to come out of it now. Mm. And he, he looks he's getting confident. goals. He's getting the goals. He's getting, he's getting more confident. He got man of the match last night. He just needs to keep that consistency now. But you know, he needs to be he needs to be the right service to him because if you give him the right service, he'll score goals. Yes, um, and you know, I said to my mate last night, I said, you know what's worrying as a Welsh fan is England could end up with Jude Bellingham and Toby Mainu sat in that midfield. And they like they could dominate for the next 15 years with a midfield like that. Declan Rice just behind them. How old is Declan Rice? He's not old. He's like mid-20s, isn't he? 25, 26. Yeah, he's the same age as Rashford, 25, 26. So the same age as think... Mason Mount, isn't it? Mason Mount, they grew up within the same team, weren't they? In so you think of that midfield, mate. Declan Rice holding with Jude Bellingham and Kobe Mainu either side of him is frightening, really. There's an exceptional midfield. Um, the one thing which struck me about Bradley for Liverpool, mate, was what obviously his pace and he was getting in behind. I thought he was much more, or he seemed much more defensively aware than perhaps Trent Alexander sometimes seems. I think Trent Alexander's defensive inadequacies do get like exaggerated a little bit. Like he's not a complete, uh, I nearly said a word you're not allowed to say anymore. Um, he's not like completely useless. Like he's, He's or he's just not. His defensive is just the weaker side of his game, if you like. But but I think this Bradley looked like he was a real traditional, like out and out fullback. You know, similar to Luke Shaw, who could just go up and down all day long. His delivery was good. Obviously, the cross for the goal was exceptional. His finish was exceptional. Um, I I, I enjoyed like seeing these because, like, so Reese has just made a point in the chat there. Like when you've got. <clears throat> academies and you've got these young players like there's certain managers who just will not give young players a chance even if they might be good enough they write them off because they're young and I, I you wonder how many players never quite make it at top clubs because certain managers have not wanted to risk because in fairness to the managers you're only a few losses from getting sacked didn't you at a top premier league club you have a bad run you're done so do you gamble or do you give the young players a chance? <clears throat> but these guys are showing that there are players there who are young, but they're good enough, you know? That's why you've got to give them a chance. Um, you give them a chance and, and, and you know, if, if they're, if they're um, good enough, then they're old enough. So, yeah, it's um, we've seen it time and time again. But they have to be coached well. They yeah. have to be ready. Can't just throw them in. You obviously see them under 18s or reserve games or men football. And didn't know before that they're going in. Obviously, it's down to the player when he gets the chance. You know, does he just just blend in or does he stick out? And you know, mm. you've got to take that chance, you've got to make risks. And if you make risks, ultimately, you know, you mostly you'll probably get rewarded. So well, you you look at Mainu now. Right, if he hadn't have taken his chance, you got Casemiro coming back in, Mount is back in training. He'd probably, you know, if he hadn't taken his chance, he'd be losing his place. But he looks like he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Like, and I think, uh, by the way, I I saw some people saying, "Oh, Casemiro didn't play well. 
in his first two games back. I thought he made a massive difference to United yesterday just by being there. And um, I want to talk about the penalty in a minute. But before I do, you mentioned something which just sort of pricked my ears. You said, like, we've seen it. Um, I can't remember the phrase you used. But basically, like, academy players, when they break through, you know, it can go both ways. They can go on and be world-class, have great careers, you know, like your brother, like Skulls, like the rest of them. But you also see others who go the other way. Let me ask you a question. Marcus Rashford has come through the academy. And the last two seasons has had one or two issues off the field. Not, I don't think by any means, massive, huge issues. Obviously, the one most recent one is probably the most serious one he's had because he missed training, you missed work. Is there a danger that Rashford could tail off now and not fulfil like what his talent is there to enable him to do? Say that last bit again, mate. Do you think there's a chance that Rashford? So I, I almost feel like Rashford's at like a, like a slide indoors moment where, if he gets distracted off the field by various things, or will he go on and fulfil his talent? Because I think he's an exceptionally talented player. We all have seen the negative side of him this year with his his attitude, his work rate, and then he's had this not training up, turning up to training. Is he in danger of throwing anything away, or do you think? This was the kick up the arse he needed. He played very well, pretty well last night. I thought, um, like well, we, we, you would think it was the latter, so you would hope it was the latter. That it's given the kick up the arse a bit. For me, this is strike two, so mm. you know he's, he's got a, he's got a knuckle down now because you know he's a Manchester. He's been brought through the system. He knows how it works. He knows how he should perform. He knows how he should work, and. This season, that this first half of the season hasn't been up to standard for Marcus Rashford. It just hasn't. When you set a standard of last year, all right, it might be tough to, to, to duplicate that, but don't just go fall off a cliff and just go from what Bit two or three goals to nearly up to thirty. So it's a big difference. Uh, no, not following runners, uh, pointing fingers, arms up in the air, walking too many times on a football pitch. Mm. Uh, he wouldn't have done that as academy player. He wouldn't have done that when he broke into the first team. So I don't know why he's doing it now. What was interesting last night is the first time I've seen him smile in what feels like months. He looked genuinely pleased for Kobe Mainu. He looked like he was enjoying his football when he was on the pitch. Um, and I think there's sometimes, sorry to interrupt, mate. Sometimes you never know as well what's going on behind yeah, closed yeah, doors. Yeah. You just never know. But you know, yeah. we're we're human um, beings, mate. At the end of the day, he's football player. And it's a big thing these days about mental health. You know, I, even though I think people use it too much, but you just never know what's going on. And, and for him to his demeanour, his you know his head down, and then he, I do agree with it. On um, yesterday, he, he looked full of beans, smiling, celebrating the goal with Kobe Mainu. He, he looked on back to the Marcus Rashford last year, but you can't keep having these these dips. But like I say, it, just have to wait and see. But hopefully, hopefully, he just continues on now and gets better. He's got better players around him. The fitter player, the injured players, starting to come back now. He seems to have solidified that front three of Rashford, Hoyland, and uh, Ganacho. So now, uh, Kobe Menu's come back. Uh, Casemiro, Bruno. There's your there's your front three or front six, should I say? And then you've just got to figure out the back four now with Martinez back, 
Luke Shaw, there's your two, the keeper. So now you've got to work out right back, which will be Dalot. Now look at Maguire and Varane. That's the only decision I've got, really, who, who will play. For me, I would play Maguire and, and Varane, to be, to be honest, the way Maguire would fall before he got injured. But The interesting thing with the Maguire-Varane thing, I think if you look at it this year, just this season, defensively, I think you go with Maguire. I think he's been the more solid defender. Varane looks like he's been caught out once or twice. But I think on the they'd ball... They'd both be a good partnership. I just think... Yeah, that Maguire, but Martinez plays, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, Maguire and Martinez would be better. Maguire would be going for everything. Martinez could be sweeping up because uh, mm. of his pace and stuff. But I think it'd be a good partnership. One's right foot, one's left footed. Um, so. I just think Varane's passing ability is and his calmness on the ball gives him the edge slightly. I, I would say that if 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 I knew he was gonna play every game now for the rest of yeah. the season, I would say yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair. I, I, yeah. I, I believe that Maguire won't get injured now to the rest of the end of the season. And hopefully Martin is done. So there's your, your back four because you need to be playing every week and them two need to play yeah. every week. Yeah, no, I take that absolutely meant um Right, this penalty which Wolves had last night, I am uh, look. I haven't got a dog in the race. I'm not a United fan, and I'm not a Wolves fan. But that's just not a penalty. <laughs> like he's dived. Like, and my thing is right with VAR <gasps> is they're never gonna. They won't overturn it because there was minimal, minimal, tiniest bit of contact. But just because I make contact with you, it's contact. But just it's because I make contact. It doesn't it? mean it's a penalty. It's a contact sport. Just because I make contact with you doesn't mean it's a foul. So they shouldn't be uh, looking for contact in the VAR. Well, they should be looking that, at if it's a foul. On your shin pad that can protect your shin, that has no, that doesn't make your your, your feet go back and you like a ballerina with your feet. <laughs> ah, like it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do that. But no. yeah, uh, uh, Steve Portini, whatever his name is, in, in in wherever he's in that little you know, little shed, obviously thinks you know. Yeah, I I agree. But that's a foul. That VAR guy clearly not. He's he touched him on the shin, like touched him, and as you can see it. He's clearly touched him, but very 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 minimal. That doesn't make no. I played the game. Now, if that was me, I probably would have. I'd hope to think I would have carried on because it's not enough contact for me to go down. Well, he but, gets the shot off. If he doesn't go down, he can get a shot off, can't he? No, because it's... And the, I think... It, it, yeah, if I've got a chance to get a shot off, I'm going to get a shot off. And he, and but me and... Yeah, but if he did, then he should have. But, he's, you know, these 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 don't blame the foreigners because the, the British lads do it now today yeah. as well. It's but, just a different so era, isn't it? I, I was not brought up to, to do that. Yeah. I was, you know... Score goals or try and score well, goals. Well, I mean, uh, the era that we grew up in, mate, is you were taught to stay yeah, on you your feet. You should never do it. Yeah, we should never do it. And they just, but, like, know, they all do it. Yeah, there's, I don't even, like I said, is there is the contact, if it is, it's very, very minimal. I thought he made the contact. The, back like a ballerina. The Wolf player, yeah, Wolf player. What? The Wolves player makes the contact. And then the contact is so minimal. Well, it, it should have been over right. by then anyway, mate. It should have been 4 0. Yeah, of course, it, course it, should. But, but, uh, it was a very, made it, made, it, made it entertaining, wasn't it? It was a very good game. Yeah, it was a wicked, wicked game to watch. And that we get a last, last minute, last minute, uh, and then we get a last minute. 
Dubai for Cardiff. I mean, on on a tannoy. <laughs> Two million. You know what? It was it. It was this Mark Turnbull from Celtic. Great, great signing that is. Just okay. what they needed. Just what they needed. Um, aggressive midfielder. Cash in the coffers, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, that was the only one they really spent any cash on. But the thing is, matey, that was if you need a type of player, and there's a player available who's the right profile, the right age, the right abilities, set piece specialist as well. Something we're severely lacking. You've got to push the bottle, mate. In my opinion, if if it comes available, like two million is all right, it's probably a lot for Cardiff. But if we get four or five years out of him at a good level, just worth it without a doubt. And I think he'll get the best out of Siopis. Siopis has struggled recently because he's trying to do the holding midfielder role, but he's also trying to do the number eight and progress the ball through and can't do everything. You've got to, got to have a combination in there. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, but interestingly, the VAR guy who didn't give, who gave that, who didn't overturn that penalty or didn't even look at it, was the same VAR guy who, on the night before in the Chelsea Liverpool game, didn't give Chelsea one of two penalties. Paul Tierney. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it was, mate. But Paul I just Tierney was in last night. So I know it was the same VAR guy, and I just thought, wow, how could you not look at your performance in the Liverpool Chelsea game and <laughs> Desperately want to make sure you right make the right decisions in the next the next night, but it's not, it's it not really good at making decisions if you're desperate, is it? So, but there's no um, there's no accountability for them, is there? They're, no, they it should have been it should have been put to rest and have a, have a night off. Yeah, I I'm bored of VAR, me mate. Um, yeah. There was a question earlier which I wanted to put to you, mate. Uh, let me just find it. Are you both surprised by the lack of real movement in the transfer window when so many clubs are missing a certain something? I think this um, this fair play has got everyone spooked, haven't they? So they're, you know they're crossing crossing the t's and dotting their eyes. Uh, as Alex Scott said, uh, she's crossing her eyes and dotting the t's. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's because? Like Everton and Forest have been deducted points. Teams are looking at that and going, right, they ain't messing about. We need to make sure that we're well within any, you know, limits and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, have, have, have we got enough? And if we have, we have to get them in lo- on loan. And if it's not possible, it's not possible. Or do to, 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 to the manager, or do you want to deal with having 10 minutes, 10 points minus? So yeah. uh, go with what you've got. Oh, we could win possibly win, win chance of getting a minus ten points deductions from us. So, yeah, no. So, um, the other one I noticed. Uh, so Jude Bellingham is being investigated by La Liga. Yeah, I see because, because he called. Well, it looks like if you lip read. So I'll be very careful with my word. Yeah, allegedly he he as he after he tackles uh, Mason Greenwood. He refers to him as uh, a rapist. Look, in my opinion, like Mason Greenwood's got to expect that in professional sport, players will do and say things in the heat of the battle to try and get an advantage. The teams, Mason Greenwood's in great form this year. The Spanish team, you know, Anton Griezmann said he's the best winger he's played all season. Teams fear if teams are fearing him, they will look to disrupt him. 
They will look to distract him, to put him off his game, whatever it may be. Come on, we we saw Sergio Ramos do every single dirty trick in the in the book for about 12, 15 years, didn't we? In the Spanish league. And it's not just the Spanish league. Professional sport, mate, not just football. Professional sport, teams, players, managers, analysts, they're looking for any any 1% advantage they can get. Anything. And if they can disrupt Mason Greenwood by talking to him, that's what they're going to do. And unfortunately, because of that audio, he's kind of got to put up with it. As long as there's a line in terms of it's not, you know, he's not getting racially abused and things like that, I kind of think he's got to put up with it. But I don't know. Where do you stand on it, mate? I'm interested because I know some people are saying, you know, Bellingham's bang out of order. Some people are saying... Well, he, is bang, he is bang out of order, but like I say, you're going to have to expect it. No, yeah, I, and that's I what I mean. Like I'm not saying it's I okay. I just say like the kid. I didn't like what I do. I'm like, I'd be, I'd be in his ear. Why not try to get, get him off his game? Hundred percent, I would. So, because he's, he's a good player, professional game as well. So, yeah, he's definitely going to get, and he's and he's mixed race. So, yeah, he's going to get in both barrels. Yeah. And look, well, I'm not sure. By the way, follow follow. Uh, in, uh, Englishman, but you know, like I say, you're gonna have to spec it out of Jude Bellingham's got a you no know, probably a stand up dad. If I'm sure he's been in the army, his dad, so he's been brought up the right way with discipline, and you know, so he probably feels a certain way. So, yeah, you've got to respect that, and uh, he's got to obviously expect it to Greenwood. So, uh, I don't think it'll bother him, but you know, it probably no, I, I don't, I think he would he probably expected a bit more mate when he came back i'm sure but look i'm not saying i'm not saying what Birmingham said is all right by the way i'm just saying <laughs> in professional sport you've got to ex- expect that sort of thing and i'm sure even look mate i'm sure even when you were playing if you knew there was a player you were up against like i say a fullback you were up against and you know he's got a temper you're going to be in his ear you know i just skinned you mate fuck you know you're slow and you're no, well. I, I would i would not I would not do that if, if it's someone. I was You're not a talker. No, I was. No, I was. If you if you woke me up, then then you'd be all. It'd be, I'd be just be fucking like ADHD or in your ear for ninety minutes. So and then try to prove something because then you've woke my competitive juices up. Then so that's when I react and then probably that's probably the worst thing you could do to me. And if it was quiet, you just leave me alone. No. But um, yeah, if you got in my ear, then yeah. Sometimes it would go over the top. You know, I've got a few, few red cards. Well, I say a few, probably four or five over like 20 years. But um, so you got one, one that I just got sent off because I had um, one of the spectators, uh, some of the shit that he was shouting on, on the pitch. And obviously, it's a non league guy, and you could hear it. And I was like, I got sent off just to, I got changed, I got sent off, I got changed. Uh, and waited, and as he come past the train, chain, uh, changing room, I come out the door and just went bang. Pull me down, he went. I went, say that shit now. He was like, <laughs> I was fuming. I was fuming. So there was that. There was that one. So punch one someone in the crowd, but it worked out well. And I seen him the next week at Old Trafford going to the Is game. You? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I didn't say anything. Did he say anything? I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything to the people I was with, or I didn't say anything to him because because the people I was with, it wouldn't have gone down well. 
No, it would have ended well. <laughs> so, no, but yeah, it was <laughs> man of the week. And this is a, a fan. I was playing a team. The team I was playing, the sport I was playing for, I played for four years and won two leagues with, got supporters player of the year in one of the years. And this was Jesus. this guy that shouting abuse to me. And for his club, I'd already won two leagues. So, yeah, I was not, none of it. Football, yeah. football fans got short memories, didn't they? Let's be honest, they're fickle. Proper, proper rat in the jaw, it was tremendous. Boom, <laughs> down he went, his face was like, ah, I went, oh, he's funny. Anyway. So you had, well then, let's have a bit of fun. You had uh, you had four or five red cards. We know you got sent off in a charity match for snapping the referee's pencil. Disgraceful behaviour. Oh, no, no, I, no, I snapped his pencil and it was a little little on his head. Boom. <laughs> That was 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 uh, what one was someone was got in my ear, was it Garth off? One was getting in my ear, but and we ended up both getting sent off. And uh, I've gone in the changing room, uh, and he's come in the changing room, he's gone, Where is he? And he's poked his head in, and I'm like, Here, and the door's here, and he's poked his head in here, and I just gone out the door, fuck off. I got boom, push the door, <laughs> he just went slap on his head. <laughs> But no, everything just the standard ones, really. Yeah. Temper, temper. Yeah, no, it was, it was angry. Get me juices going, but there was sometimes it spilled over. But no, that was only like 10, 15 percent. It spilled over the rest. You know, you, you're gonna get you have a hard day. So be up and it's down. competitive game, mate, isn't it? And like I think whatever level you play football at, it's competitive, and people want to win, and and. I think <laughs> nine nine times out of ten, mate, you can oh, kind of about, like, I shake about hands at the end and move on, innit? I forgot about that geezer sticking his head in. Double, double kick the door. Yeah. Um, Reese has uh, asked a question in the chat. He says, um, I don't know if you can answer this, Rod, but does a good atmosphere get you going? 18,000 at this Cardiff City Stadium. Some Something goes wrong sometimes. Players can hear the moans, the groans. How does it affect the players? Well, Cardiff, I think at this season, then the atmosphere has been so negative, so much moaning, and I think it's made the players nervous. And I think that's why the city away form has been better than their home form, in my opinion. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help. You mm. know, some people are going to go into them shells, even they're going to oh, fuck it. Just, just yeah. Some people are going to act different ways, but you know, it's, they're not going to be all in line in one one if the crowds fully supportive and behind them they get moaned and groans some people won't be take risks or you know if a, if a one-on-one and you don't beat him well, i'm not going to do that again when really you want to keep on do keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it i don't care if he tackles you five times the sixth time you might get in and we'll score a goal but if you're doing that and the crowd oh, you take it on and the defender tackles no oh, you know that could knock a certain players but um gotta be brave and have a certain help. mentality yeah, so it doesn't help, and, and more fans probably the more noise. So, um, yeah, the, like for instance, the Leeds games very, very quiet, very, yeah, you know, very poor. Start, 
where if, if it's bouncing, you see it in Wales games in that ground, and it's bouncing, and then you see it in Wales teams, that sometimes lifts the team and lifts it through, and then that's where they get the result because they, you know, they're upbeat, positive, and they're very, very loud. Extra, extra couple of percent, isn't it? Feed off that. They don't feed off negativity. They just, just negativity reads negativity. So, yeah, it's spot not good. on, mate. Yeah, spot on. I, I've been saying that the last couple of weeks, I think. If the city That's fans can, get, as well, mate. Oh. yeah, get behind the. Uh, but if you can get the crowd behind the team, I think it gives a lift, doesn't it? and it make, can give that extra one percent that gets you over the line in the ninety eighth minute. Oh, come on. Let's let's be realistic. You, you know, you're above par in the last few mm -hmm. seasons. You've been round about the relegation. Now we're we're uh, above par, so you know, be happy. You're not going to probably be in a relegation fight. Let's get behind the team. Look, positive, 100%, positive, mate. positive, but. You know, if you get these moans, these people Social media can't, fans. can't even kick a fucking ball straight, let's have it right. But they're yeah. whinging and moaning. But, uh, you know, they pay the money. So, you know, you can have a whinge and a moan, but it doesn't help. Yeah. Everyone's Pep Guardiola these days, isn't they? But, like, yeah. for me, yeah. I just think I'll see. One five league and champ manager. Yeah, that's it, mate. I just done a preview for the card game. I'm very excited by the players he's brought in. They're not, like, big names. What he's done is he's brought in the players that we like that fit the system he wants to play, the way he wants to play. It's not all about um, big names, though, is it? You got put round, round, pe round pegs in round he's, holes. That's, that's what he's looking for. And I've just been impressed. Like he's brought the right players for the way he wants to play, the system he wants to play, and it's round pegs in round holes. And for too many years, Cardiff have been playing, you know, they're fitting people in and, and, rotating people and the players that they're rotating are not good enough and that's where the moans and the groans come from but I think this year there's enough positives to be like right let's let's do what we're here for let's get behind the team and see if we can drive them on to do something because Cardiff, Cardiff could still get in the playoffs now if they go on a good run they're close enough that they can get in the playoffs so get behind the team and enjoy it enjoy the ride that's what I say exactly um, rumours of Pep, um, Pep Guardiola and Haaland have fallen out. Um, Pep says that the Spanish media are wrong. He's not unhappy. Apparently, the Norway striker cannot stand the city of Manchester, the poor weather, and would be interested in a move to Real Madrid. Do you reckon that's just the Spanish media trying to drum it up? Probably. They Probably. do like to do that, don't they? The season... Manchester's a very vibrant city at the minute and it's you know it's growing all the time. So yes, the weather is Manchester, but you know, it's quite been quite mild actually recently, but it does rain a lot. So yeah, I can mm. understand that. But you know, he's not from fucking Barbados, from Norway. I know, I know. Yeah, mate, uh, like but in fairness, these Spanish newspapers, they're like clockwork, aren't they? They do it the season before yeah, like they say the don't they? But Mbappe's free next year, next week, next. This season as well, so it's going to be big. You know, he's going to be on the move somewhere. So, well, you had all the stories last season about Mbappe going to Madrid, going to Madrid, going to Madrid. Then the next season, he's on, you know, he's a contract or contract, and it's the same with Haaland. They're just he's unhappy, he's arguing with he doesn't like the weather, blah blah blah. And then next season, Madrid or Barca will move. Who is this source? Where is he getting this information from? Let's have it. Uh, Spanish outlet El Desmarco. Yeah, Marco. Oh, shit. But it's like I say, I mate. Just, it's... I just don't, 
of foot pains being. It's like take no credence into it. Yeah, I just I saw it on the BBC, mate. To be honest, I just think it's another sham. Like, like I said, it's just like yeah, well, absolutely. I was on the BBC yesterday, mate, on BBC Derby. Really? Yeah, talking about e- uh, Ebo Adams, but don't mind the radio. It's all part of the same system, isn't it? Same company, but uh, you know, it's poor. Yeah, you know, I agree, mate. It's poor. It's um, and like like I said, it's like. The media will go after him this year. They'll say he's unhappy. And then next year, Madrid will come in with 100 million, whatever bid. It's predictable, boring. And that's why Fergie used to hate the Spanish media and the Spanish clubs, wasn't it? Because of the way they went about yeah. their business. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. You mentioned, um, like, you know, you got it when you were saying about like players when, you know, if they try and beat a man and they get tackled and or they get fouled and there's groans and moans. But also, it's about that player's got to show a certain mentality. And one of the ones which sticks out for me is when Ronaldo first came to United and he's like this skinny 17-year-old and he used to get the shit kicked out of him. I remember a Bolton game where he came on and he got fouled like five, six times within you know five minutes. But what he did, which just instantly impressed me at the time, was he just got up, didn't moan. He was only, it was like one of his first couple of games. Got up. Want the ball, want the ball, want the ball. And he just wanted it all the time. Your brother used to do it. He used to get fouled a lot. Just get up, get on with it. It's balance, mate. It's balance. If your feet's not planted, you've either got it or you haven't. I'm pretty much, I'm I'm pretty much sure that, you know, people are heavy footed, people are light footed, people have got good balance, people haven't got good balance. People got, got good cause, work on the cause. It's, you know, got balance. It was just God gift balance from what my dad and my mum, what our kid had, what he has, what Ronaldo has. Um, but you've also got to have bravery to keep going, keep getting them kicked, haven't you? Like oh, yeah. Well, that's belief in your own ability and your confidence. He knows he's a confident lad because, the, you know, obviously he wouldn't be playing for Manchester United. And if you see the game that he played against us, Tour John O'Shea a new one, so um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's youth in it. That great thing about youth, but the balance is, is is everything to be able to ride these tackles, to know they're coming, and not to have your feet planted or to just to lift your foot up a little bit so it, it doesn't have a harder impact. It's 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 an art, but sometimes it just God gives balance. Yeah, one of our, um, funny enough, on Saturday we played a game and one of our, we won like 7-0, uh, but it was about 4-0 at the time. We were, you know, coasting and um, one of our midfielders had the ball and this boy come flying in, horrible tackle, like shin high, studs up, nasty. But luckily, our boy, he had his foot off the ground and he had like what well, exactly what you're talking about, just that balance to tr- see it come in. And if his leg had been planted on the floor, mate, broken into 100% because there was such force behind it, like front on, on the top of the shin, like where your knee and your shin meet, he was very, very lucky that his leg wasn't planted because that would have been absolutely, fucking, you know, cash for a 15-year-old, broken leg would have been nasty, mate. So, um, yeah, part of, uh, part of the game. Uh, Reese says, "What happened to Rise of the Panthers? Um, what happened to Rise of the Panthers, mate? Is we recorded two games, two episodes, 
it was really well, really well received. And uh, a certain team from the league complained, so we're not allowed to film it. That's about as much as I can say about it. But um, there's always one who wants to spoil it for everyone. So it is what it is. You can't, because cause the team is under 16s. You, we even though we had permission from the parents and all that sort of stuff, the other teams or one other team in the league kicked up a fuss. What can you do? What can you do? Uh, very quickly, mate, before we do our predictions, Tyson Fury versus Usyk is off. Any uh, any views? No. Are you looking forward to that fight? No. <laughs> All about the UFC, like me and you. Uh, just, when it comes, it comes. I'm tired of these jokers. Boxing's joke. Just they drag it out, mate. Don't they for too long until they're past their prime? Joke. joke. Just absolute shocking, mate. Let's move on. Super six. Do you think Manchester United can get in the top four if they? I'm keep more their... excited about Joshua Boatsy and, and and the one this Saturday. And Ganu. No, is it? Oh no, he's fighting him in a, in Joshua a while. Joshua is it cruiserweight? in. And the, uh, is one of his mates, Aziz. Oh, yeah, yeah I got you. Buzatzi and uh, Aziz, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be a really good, good fight. fight really good fight, because they're two good fighters. So, you know, both British as well. So, yeah, I'm more looking forward to that one on Saturday. So Yeah, light, he light heavyweight. Yeah, it looks good. There you go. So, yeah, both two bangers. So, but knowing each other, good friends, spied with each other. So... It'd be, Always uh, interesting there, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because so. they but know each other inside. You know, respectful, no, no stupidness. Uh, respectful, and they're just going to have a proper boxing match. Be good, two good fighters as well. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. We're loving that. Um, just very quickly, mate, on the, um, you know, the VAR thing we were told, we joked about, like, that he made mistakes in the Chelsea game, and then he's done that in the United game. The thing yeah. is, right, mate, say United, say Kobe Mayne, who doesn't score that goal at the end, and United drop points after being up and cruising. Ten Hag is under pressure. Like if he loses another, say three Same games. All the time, mate. Referees' decisions. They get managers and coaches sacked. This, well, is, why, Ten... this is why people lose the shit. You know, it seems to understand that when these have got no accountability, where people yeah. are losing the livelihoods. Mm. Like yeah, if oh, Ten... no, it's a mistake. Oh, you know, just are you all right? Do it tomorrow as well. But still make mistakes. It's just. Frustrating. Oh boy, it's a crazy business, man. It's a crazy business. It's the only business you can fail and then get paid two million pounds and next and get another job. <laughs> fail and, uh, that job and then get another job that pays one million. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild, mate. And the thing is, like Ten Hag, if he loses, say, three games between now and the end of the season, I think Ineos let him go. If he goes on a good run, I think if he doesn't make the Champions League, I think he will be gone. I'm not sure but, if he wins, or, or, if he wins the or, FA Cup, or, I think. Or they're right. giving the benefit of the doubt because he's had a lot of injuries. He did very well last year. And they support him, get some more players in, give him another summer. Um, because they have spent a lot of money on with this guy. So I would like to see. Because everywhere he's been after two or three years, you start seeing the results. So, yeah. Uh, what exactly the way that, it's, it carries on the way it has been, then, yeah, we won't last time. I would like to see how he does with a proper football structure above him. Yeah. I honestly would. I think he's. I think he's shown enough early in the in the first eighteen months 
that if you put a proper structure in front of him and he hasn't got 15 injuries to the first team, I think he's shown enough that he'll succeed. But you've got to stick with him at this difficult point. Um, and we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, what are you going to do? Bring Jose Mourinho back? Come on. Come on. No one wants to see that, do they? I mean, off the field, I wouldn't mind seeing it because he just causes mayhem. But on the field, I don't want to see that football again. Jesus. Right. Oh, quick uh, question in the chat, mate, or quick comment. Um, Spanish media, uh, Harland lived in Leeds. He was brought up in Leeds as, as a child. He's used to the British weather. They're trying to cause a rift. It's probably the Madrid paper uh, who claimed Bale couldn't speak Spanish when he could. They hounded Bale out, accused him of all sorts, couldn't speak Spanish, etc. The moment he joined LA Galaxy, he did an interview in Spanish. So, yeah, Spanish media, mate, always do the same thing, scum. Bit like this, bit like the, the paper which we won't name, mate. Um, right. Newcastle at home to Luton. I've done 3 1 to Newcastle. 2 0. Uh, Brighton at home to. I was, laughing. I, was laughing. I was laughing at this uh, comment, which I'll read you now. Uh, Brighton at home to Crystal Palace. I'll let you go. 4 1. They're just going to smash in and they're going to fix it. 4 1. I'm going 2 1 to Palace. Uh, Burnley at home to Fulham. I've gone 2 1 to Bur uh, Fulham. 2 1 Burnley. Sheffield United at home to Aston Villa. You can go first. 1 3 to Villa. You nick mine. Right. Ah, you should go first, then, you bitch. Well, I take, take it in turns, isn't it? Because I'm, you know, I'm a gentleman. Uh, you check it and then you know. Ladies uh, first. Now you're going to have to change it. Because there was some of mine that you'd copied on Tuesday as Mate, well. The last thing I do is copy <clears> you after the last couple of years. Yeah, only um, bunch of times. Double um, figures. It's, it's, it's a race, mate. It's not yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. over yet, is it? In bloody February. I mean, it's a marathon. No, it's really uh, the same I've gone 2-1 Villa in that one. Uh, United at home to uh, West Ham. I'm going 3-1 United because I think they're going to get a bit of form now. 4-2 United. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal at home to Liverpool. This is going to be an interesting one, but I've gone with 3 2 to Liverpool because I think, um, they're going all out for Klopp and they to try and get this title. And Arsenal have already shown some, some, some little uh chinks in the armor, but they've come back pretty strong of late. So 2 2 2 2. Nice, nicely done. Let's do a prediction. Cardiff City. Uh, away at Watford. My prediction in my preview was 2 1 to Cardiff City. 2 1 to Watford. Ooh, boo. Um, we'll finish on this comment, mate. Uh, Reese says Jesse Lingard offered himself to Barcelona on a free. They said no. Uh, so he sacked his agent and he's now <coughs> signed for a Korean signed. Have you ever seen a fall from grace like it with no English team showing any interest after he did so well at West Ham on loan? to then go back to United, run his contract down and absolutely fluff his lines at Forest. It is quite the fall from grace. I, told, I made a decision a long time ago to not solely make a decision on money. Mm. That's ultimately the wrong decision. Yeah, uh, yeah, mate, I don't think you could say it any better. He should have gone to West Ham when he had finished that loan. He was happy. He was in form. Instead, he, he, he to come back here. No, tried to get the money. His mate. 
without a clothing brand, brand social media and now he's eating noodles breakfast all the best yeah I mean, it's uh, it's real it's almost sad to see when noodles. you think of no one gives a f, f about that league no, one, no. yeah no yeah and the weird weird thing is mate right at one point him and pogba had the world at their feet uh, when they were at united if they got their heads down Oh, if they oh, got, if oh. yeah, if they got their heads down, mate, right, they could have really gone on and been top level footballers. Pogba Especially West Ham as well, gone on to win a European. Yeah, cup, well, European but I'm on about yeah. even just their time at United. If Pogba had got his head down, he would have been one of the best players in the world. Yeah, and look at him never, now. Never going to be, mate. Never going to be. When, when great didn't have first, to... really be saying you've got a bad attitude. Why would you ever bring him back? So yeah, yeah. but that's the only. I mean, yeah, look at I mean, look at him now. Like yeah. it's suspended anyway, at the moment. Anyway, anyway. right, mate. It's always a pleasure. We as we gear up for the next UFC events, we have got some good ones coming, but not this weekend. Um, some of the British fighters are coming, mate. It's going to be good. Um, always a pleasure, my friends. I'll speak to you tomorrow, guys. Make sure you check out the Cardiff City Post Show tomorrow night after the Welsh Rugby, where we'll be talking all the Cardiff City games, hosted not by myself but by Robert Boyle. Uh, so please do support that Cardiff City World on YouTube in a bit Sports Social Podcast Network